Hello, everyone, and welcome to Repot It, the rerouted podcast. My name is Brian Shoning. I'm here with my co-host, as always, Chap Grub. Chap, how's it going today, man? Oh, it's going good. Another busy day in the life I rerouted, and we are so excited to have our guest, Aaliyah Littleton, here on the show today. She does so many amazing things in the outdoors, and I was just going to kind of list off a couple of them, but she's going to be the one that'll tell you all about them. She's wild and wonderful life, which is a adventure therapy resource. We've got Adventure Therapy Collective, which is an even more enhanced adventure therapy resource. And then she's also participating in the Climbing Grief Fund, which is yet another very powerful resource for us in the outdoor space. Aaliyah, why don't you introduce yourself and talk a little bit about some of this stuff? Thanks, Chap. I don't think I could have done a better job introducing myself. You make me sound so grand and important. <laughs> you you um, are. I hope you make all your guests feel this special. <laughs> yeah, so my best. name is Aaliyah Littleton. <laughs> good, good. My name is Aaliyah Littleton of Wild and Wonderful Life. I am a clinical mental health counselor. And what got me into it in the first place was actually rock climbing. I started rock climbing during a really difficult time in my life and realized that through uh, the mastery of skills and the creation of community and getting back in touch with my body and nature and the environment that I was starting to get better and things were starting to stabilize. So I went and did some research and uh, actually figured out that there were counseling programs that had adventure therapy specific certificates. So I didn't know it was the thing before that. Thank God for Google and went to Prescott College in Arizona for my master's. And there I wrote uh, my thesis on how to use rock climbing to treat trauma. I have my hands in several pots right now, um, including my business, Wild and Wonderful Life. I'm actually part of a group of practitioners uh, called Naroda, and several of us specialize in outdoor experiences and specifically outdoor trauma, which is, you know, where the American Alpine Club Grief Fund comes in. Yeah, that's, that's really cool, Aaliyah. And I know Brian will have some questions to get you a little bit more in depth, but I met Aaliyah 12 years ago now while she was working the front desk at a climbing gym and watching yep. her take her single pitch instructor class. That was the first time uh, that we got Aaliyah out rock climbing too, wasn't it? We did yeah, that didn't we make her cross the Tyrolean? My poor little sister was new to Colorado and still very much like painting her nails and <laughs> keeping herself looking a specific way. And then, yeah, we got her dirty like the first week. <laughs> oh, that then then she met you and me, Aaliyah. Then she came out and started living in Colorado with the two of us. And yep. that was so much fun. And Aaliyah doing that was my first exposure to formal, like formalized outdoor therapy and formalized outdoor guide training. And so watching Aaliyah go through those steps, she's really been a mentor of mine as we've kind of grown up together. Brian, what questions are jumping to mind about grief fund, about ATC, about? Yeah, well, no, I, I just want to hear just a little bit of more, a little bit more about what is the American Alpine Club grief fund? So the AC uh, grief fund is a, program specifically designed for climbers who have either been in an accident themselves or who have lost someone. Um, the American Alpine Club recognized that this was an area that wasn't being taken care of. 
um, like for a member organization, um, an organization that's focused around training and education and advocacy and all of that, they really uh, felt the need to step into this as well. Uh, climbing isn't without its risks. And, you know, what happens when your climbing partner or a loved one has an accident in the outdoors, it's really difficult to go to a therapist who's unfamiliar with kind of like the outdoor vibe and lifestyle and ask them for help. You know, usually the the encouragement is to, you know, just, you shouldn't climb anymore. Like this is an unhealthy thing for you. Or, you know, they make insensitive statements, like at least they died doing what they loved. Um, that's not what this is about. And so having a therapist who's trained in trauma, who's trained in grief and loss, who is also heavily involved in the outdoors really makes a difference. So Aaliyah, I know for a while pre-COVID, one of your big things was always going on hikes or going on these outdoor adventures with your clients. How have you kind of solved that or kind of found a bridge gap in between during the state of COVID? Well, interestingly enough, going outside is a lower risk for contracting COVID. And so hiking with a mask is a little bit slower and more difficult, but we still do it which has been nice. Um, I think everyone and their mother this summer decided that they were outdoorsy. So some of the trailheads got really packed, (laughs) but I was still able to access some of my little secret spots. Uh, We didn't really climb very much this summer though, just because of the contact that's necessary to do that. So even though nature is an incredible resource and we feel safe and, and loved and cared for and relaxed out there, uh, we still wanted to, to keep each other safe. So we decided to, to back off on the climbing stuff a little bit. <laughs> that, that's, that's a really good. funny kind of dichotomy that you have there where people were going outside because it was, you know, a place where there's more space and, you know, you don't have to be inside with, with everybody in kind of close quarters, but then all of a sudden more people are at these trailheads and more people are hiking than maybe, uh, maybe they had previously. So it was every <laughs> trail the was packed. Thing. Every yeah. trail was packed. Every campground was booked. It was like, what is the point? <laughs> like I'm, if I'm going outside to be safer, like, but my tent is like 15 feet away from a party of 15 hanging out. Like <laughs> why am I here? <laughs> yeah. Um, and Aaliyah, your practice is based in golden Colorado. Yep, I'm in downtown Golden. And are you doing anything remote with anybody that might want to find you? Yeah, I do uh, telehealth, so video sessions right now. Um, The other thing that I do in person besides hiking and just being outside is medicated assisted therapy. So I'm in the the psychedelic assisted therapy realm using ketamine and cannabis, which are both legal and prescribable in the state of Colorado to help people with traumatic experiences. So that we have to do in person as well. Yes. Yes. Makes sense. I bet that's been a really interesting experience because that's fairly new stuff that's really coming to the forefront. So you're very much on the pioneering edge of all of this. That's what we try to do. It's really, it's whatever is going to be best for my clients and what's going to help. I will try, I will learn about, I will get educated and certified in and experiential therapy, which is what adventure work is, wilderness work, art, dance, movement, uh, but also medicine-assisted therapy. Um, experiential is is really where it's at. That's, that's really awesome. And 
Aaliyah, we've talked a little bit about Climbing Grief Fund. We've talked a little bit about Wild and Wonderful Life. Why don't you give the quick, quick bit about ATC? Because I love what ATC is doing. Adventure Therapy Collective is uh, ATC. It's a nonprofit started by myself and two other colleagues, Daniel Cavanaugh and Will Dobud. And um, we currently have a podcast. So if you want to learn more about what adventure therapy is, you can look up the ATC podcast. Um, And in the future, what we plan to do is put together directories so that if you're looking for a therapist or outdoor program or therapeutic program, you know, something that's a step above a guide company, um, you can find it no matter what state you're in. Because right now it's just kind of word of mouth. Uh, so the website for that is adventuretherapycollective.com. Um, the directory will be there, more resources. We're hoping to, you know, branch out into trainings and uh, create some more community resources in addition to that podcast. That's awesome. We'll make sure to, uh, we'll make sure to get that link in, in the description of the podcast as well. So it'll be easy for people to, to find it. Um, Golden is such a cool place. I've, I've been to, I've been to Golden a a couple of times to go to the American Alpine club museum out there. Um, my grandfather had a a couple of exhibits that were, that were featuring, um, some of the trips that he had been on. And it was, it was really special. My dad and I took a, took a road trip out from, from Seattle to Golden and, Oh, that's so special. Um, (laughs) Yeah. My my office was in that building until a month ago. And now I'm just across. Yeah. Now I'm just across the street. So I haven't gone too far, but that's where I was for the last two years. That's Uh, awesome. Aaliyah Brian's mentioned that he actually had a picture of him in that museum. Is that correct, Brian? Your picture was with one of Pete's backpacks, right? Yeah. So I was, there was a picture of, um, of my, well, it was me and a bunch of, and a bunch of other folks. My, my grandfather was a, a part of a K2 expedition that, um, that went a little bit, a little bit South, uh, after, or as they were kind of approaching the top and, and, um, it was, it was a pretty, uh, you know, <laughs> it, it's funny. Our family's really, really does a good job about being pretty humble about it. Me, not so much. Um, but he, he was, it was a pretty heroic effort by my grandfather on the, on the way down. He held a, held an, held an ice ax with a rope with several people on it. So, uh, about 40 or 50 years later, we had, uh, we had a reunion that was called the children of the belay. And it was all of the descendants of people who were on the rope that, um, that made it back up and, and made it back home because of, because of that effort. So the ice axe was, there was a, an exhibit with the ice axe and a picture of kind of the, you know, 40 or 50 people that were these extended families of, of people who were on that trip. It was a really, really cool um, exhibit there. And, and it was, it was really special to kind of go and and see. Beautiful. Yeah. (laughs) I was just going to say, you might've seen a picture of little Brian somewhere in that, uh, as you've been scrolling around. Um, but no, it's, it's amazing how small this community is. And I think that that's one of the most powerful things that Aaliyah is doing is this community is really small, but all of us know people that have gotten hurt or all of us have lost people. And it's so hard to feel comfortable to ask for help. And I think that what Aaliyah was saying was so powerful because you just hear the same crap from people, right? Like, oh, they died doing what they love. And it's like, what? Like, that's not, that's, <laughs> that's not, not helpful. helpful. No, no, that's, doesn't, that's not going to help me 
kind of go through this process. So it's so cool to me. And I've actually had the pleasure of seeing Aaliyah and some of her companions talk a couple times at different events. And I guess this is not an easy question, Aaliyah. For people that are listening to this, they might be going through something like that. Do you have some overarching thoughts on how to kind of break, breach that gap of how, having them find these resources and, and help go ask for, for support? Yeah, well, as far as resources go, the American Alpine Club Grief Fund has a directory with my name on it and many others, so you can find somebody in your state. Um, really, the hard part is just recognizing that you need help because sometimes this creeps up on you, right? So the accident happens and, you know, you, you go through the, the initial period of trauma and then things start to shake out a little bit. And because time has passed, people expect that you're getting better. And so on the outside, you might continue to engage in climbing and kind of the same way that you did before, but like, maybe it doesn't feel as fun as it used to. Maybe it feels empty. Maybe you start to avoid, um, maybe you no longer want to go on that trip that you were so excited about planning before. Um, it's not that your love or desire has decreased. It's that there's this little nagging thing thing in the back of your mind that says, I'm not safe here. And so when we look at recovery from traumatic events, the very first thing is to reestablish safety and security. So that looks like, um, getting to know your body again, um, maybe taking a couple steps back and grade or in the level of risk that you're taking so that you get this really intentional experience of safety again in the outdoors, in your community and in your body. And then with the help of somebody who who's trained, who cares about you, who's gotten to know you, um, i.e. a therapist, <laughs> that's what I mean by trained, <laughs> you, you start to feel in your body again, what you were meant to feel when the accident actually happened. And, and for most of us, that's where the crux is. Uh, it's so hard to even think about going back and reliving that, but right. essentially it's still stuck in your body because we, we take action. We move quickly through, you know, whatever, whatever dangers were in the moment in order to keep ourselves safe. Um, but if, if we don't actually feel the grief, if we don't actually feel the loss, if we don't recognize how terrifying that was and let that energy move through our body, that's where, you know, we get stuck. We begin to self-medicate, um, avoid, um, and it just, it, it begins to have a, a bigger and bigger impact on our lives if we don't deal with it. Yeah, it just continues to compound. And I, I definitely have seen it happen before. And <clears throat> I've seen a lot of resources that Aaliyah's showed me that m- m- we had we had a buddy pass away in college and it was he was out free soloing. And you know, it was interesting. He was more of an acquaintance of mine. I definitely, I mean, I cried for hours, right? Because he was somebody that I'd known that had climbed doing what I loved and watching my friends go through these different stages, how helpful it would have been to be able to show them these resources. And I want to make sure that 
for the sake of everybody listening, Aaliyah and I are really, we we tend to frame things within climbing because that's where our passions lie. And that's Mm -hmm. what we're really used to. But this, this experience, this grieving experience, these accidents happen across all adventure sports. It doesn't, you don't, you don't have to be a climber. I see, I hear people getting hurt doing almost any outdoor activity and losing people during any of those activities. So this is not climbing exclusive. This is very much something that we need to, as a community, continue to focus and rally behind because supporting each other is the best way to help create that next generation of wilderness advocates and teach them how to do things responsibly and safely. Brian, that was this is a very good conversation. Do you want to set up Aaliyah with some of our some of our usual questions? Yeah, well, I mean, th- this was all really, really, I mean, this was a pretty special conversation. And I think for people that that listen to our podcast, I'm I'm hoping that it that it finds somebody that um, you know, that it's that it's helpful to and and maybe somebody that's looking for for this type of help. Um, it just it's really cool to know that those specific type of resources are out there. I also want to say that having an accident or losing someone aren't the only two constraints in the outdoor community where you might need some help. Um, just because we're, we're climbers, Chap and I, and like we, we think that climbers are amazing doesn't mean that shitty things don't happen. Um, sexual assault is a thing. Yeah. Um, assault in general is a thing. And so if you've dealt with something like that in the industry where you work or that you participate in like that, that definitely counts because it, it decreases your love um, and enthusiasm for what you do. So it's not just grief and loss and accident related trauma. It's, it can include any sort of violation. That's, that's a really good reminder, Leah, is that there's not really a limit, right? It's, it's about finding the love for the sports. And if things are getting in the way of that, there's a lot of tools and resources like Aaliyah has talked about to help with that. And there are really amazing support networks. Um, so thanks for, thanks for that addition. And this is a conversation that's very important. And I think one of the things that we were really excited to have Aaliyah on is to start this conversation with our audience, because it shouldn't be an uncomfortable thing to talk about because it happens to all of us. So finding these ways to have these conversations and finding these safe spaces, like repot it, like or platform. That's what we want to facilitate and create here. But Brian, with all that in mind, you got, you want to tee us up with some, some more experiential fun questions. Yeah. So, uh, Aaliyah, what's, um, give it, we usually ask our, uh, ask our guests about a specific piece of gear that they, you know, hold really close to them and, and kind of have some sentimental value with. So what's, uh, what's a favorite piece of gear that you have and maybe, uh, maybe a trip that you've taken it on. I love the abrupt shift out of the heavy stuff. Gotta, <laughs> gotta do it. No, it's good. I am multidimensional. I'm not just all heavy, <laughs> heavy trauma and healing. Um, I love that question. My favorite piece of, of gear is an REI um, flash backpack that I got on super sale in 2009, nice. I believe. Yeah. And it's, it's ugly olive green. Um, it doesn't, it doesn't have any of the fancy stuff that the new flashes have, 
like pockets or, you know, like the quick, uh, uh, drawstrings or anything. Um, it, it, if you put too much weight in it, it cuts the circulation off in your shoulders. Um, I, I have taken that thing everywhere, international trips, uh, day, day hikes. Uh, it's my multi-pitch bag where I throw my shoes in. Uh, I've drugged that thing up behind me through chimneys, um, <laughs> overhangs and, um, yeah, it's just amazing to me how long it's lasted. And it's something now that I'll never be able to get rid of. In fact, I credit it with saving my life once. Uh, my brother and I were doing some really stupid scrambles around Arches National Park. And we kind of got ourselves into this place where the way down was not so straightforward. And so I, I kind of used the backpack as additional surface area as I was sliding down <laughs> this ramp, hoping that I would stop before I got to the edge. <laughs> it worked. I'm fine. I love my backpack. That's awesome. What yeah. a, that's awesome. Well, we talk, <laughs> we talk a lot at Rerouted about just kind of the, the, the second life that gear that gear can have and it and it sounds like that backpack has gotten a, a been well loved throughout its uh throughout its lifespan it may not have all the all the bells and whistles but it definitely has uh has an owner that cares about it significantly and and wouldn't do anything without it yeah so. i don't know if it would make it through a second life <laughs> at this point i think it's just gonna be me in the backpack until the end. <laughs> well, I was going to say, it sounds like you by yourself have given it at least three different lives. So that's, <laughs> yeah. that, that's all that matters. Um, no, Aaliyah, I, I know that the transition was hard, uh, or quick and abrupt, but I think that, you know, there's two things that we care about here at rerouted. We care about this community and we care about, you know, making sure that people are safe and empowered. So I think that both those stories that you shared with us, the, the, the whole story and everything that you're working on building, plus the addition of that, that's why it matters that Aaliyah can do this because she cares so much about being outside as well. And that's why the transition is, is so much smoother between the two. So I don't know, Brian, you got any questions? I could talk to Aaliyah for hours. No, I mean, like we're, we're kind of getting to our, getting to our general, general time frame here. And, uh, and we don't want to take up too much of, uh, too much of Aaliyah's time, but Aaliyah, how about one more, one more time? Where can people, where can people find everything? Give us all, all the um, web addresses and links and whatnot, where people can, can get in, get in touch with, with this, with this project. Yeah. So my website is wildandwonderfullife.com. The American Alpine Club is AAC.org, and I'm probably wrong, uh, or AmericanAlpineClub.org, <laughs> but you can find the link to the grief fund from the AAC website. I was going to say, for American Alpine Club, you should just be able to Google it, too. I don't know what the link is either, <laughs> yeah. but, if, but if you Google I did not American come prepared Alpine with Club. that. <laughs> yeah, the, uh, the last one is Adventure Therapy Collective, and then um, like I said, this isn't limited to climbing. So if you are uh, a snowboarder, for example, um, my colleague at Naroda is the the snowboarding guy and he works cool. with people who have got, had rough experiences, you know, more in the, the snow sports area. And that cool. website is Naroda Therapy Group. 
and it's got an H Naroda with an H. So, um, we'll, we'll, we'll plug it for you. I was going to say, we'll plug, we'll plug it in the show notes. So we don't have to worry about spelling here. Um, seriously, yeah, Chap, I just wanted to say, I just wanted to say, I am so grateful for being a part of this. Um, knowing you for like the last 10 years has been so much fun. Um, I feel like I watched you just turn into this amazing person and like through everything that, you know, the last 10 years have thrown at you, you've remained positive and you haven't lost your love. You know, us, us randomly running into each other in New Hampshire, (laughs) not this past fall, but 2019, as I was doing one of the workshops for uh, the grief fund at the Kragen classic, like just to roll up and see you in your car with a bunch of gear. I was like, what? It was insane. So Aaliyah's in Golden. I'm in New Mexico. I'm doing an event in New Hampshire and somebody, somebody, somebody runs up and jumps on my back. And I was like, who is this person? And then I was like, oh, what the hell are you doing here, Aaliyah? So that was absolutely one of my favorite moments. And honestly, it, it was good because both Aaliyah and I, as you can tell, are extremely busy people. And it was quite the fun, unusual way for us to get reconnected. And pretty much since then, Aaliyah, we talk every month. We've done, oh, we should we should re-pitch our uh, Alpine Start workshops while we're here. Mm-hmm. Is there a way, is there somewhere that anybody can go see those? Can anybody see those right now? Or do we need to get those out? To so people? you can't see them right now, but if you go to the contact page on my website and tell me that you're interested in the Alpine Start workshops, uh, I will make sure that you get access to that. This is like, we're trying to end and it's not really happening. Uh, Chap and I last spring hosted a series of workshops to help with cabin fever. I think we were all bored in April. I'm not a morning person either, but like to regain the feeling of an Alpine start, we decided to host these workshops at 4.30 a.m. Mountain Time. <laughs> but it was wonderful because we had people from uh, Singapore and the UK and the East Coast. And so we like watched the sunrise and move through people's windows as they uh, as they joined us in this Zoom Uh, program, but it was a series of four workshops where we went through, you know, what it means to, to be a a leader for yourself, what it means to be a leader for others in the outdoors, um, risk assessment, safety, um, all of that stuff, all the way up to trip planning, where we had someone from the AAC come and talk about grants and how you can apply and get funding. Um, my favorite story, and this is the little teaser is the, uh, uh, yeah, I was there, one of our guest speakers saying, yeah, I was there uh, uh, dealing with a, a nuclear warhead surrounded by flames in Wyoming. And he was like, you've all been there, right? And we were like, no, who has been there? <laughs> yeah, definitely that. That I'm so glad Aaliyah brought up that story. That was shock, one of the most <laughs> shocking stories I've ever heard. And I loved when he was explaining it and he asked us, Oh, you guys have been in this situation. We're like, no, dude, we've not been responsible for a nuclear warhead that's going up in flames. We have no, nothing like that's ever happened. So no. definitely, <laughs> definitely go check that out. And then the last thing I'll say about those Alpine Start workshops, and Aaliyah, I don't know if you know this, Lauren Abernathy came on our show. 
She's oh, been fun. on she's been on our podcast and she's been on our happy hour. And Lauren was one of the people that was at every single one of these Alpine Start workshops. Wonderful. So, so yeah. definitely go check it out. That's me and Aaliyah and a bunch of Aaliyah's people. Plus, we had four amazing speakers. So definitely, definitely ask her for that. Go check out. You said have them hit you up on Wild and Wonderful Life, right? Yeah, there's a as contact page and it lets you put in some info. So if you just say that you're interested in that. I'll put you on the list and let you know when it's released. Sweet. Awesome. Well, awesome. Well, thank up, you. Bro? Thank you so much, Aaliyah, for, for joining us here on Repot It. We'll make sure to have all of the essential information in the description there. But uh, thanks a ton for your time. And I was really glad to really glad to get to chat with you. Yeah, this is fun, guys. Thank you. <laughs> thank on behalf you. of Rerouted and Brian and Chap, that has been Repot It.